Hey y'all, this is Ovi, and you're tuned in to Yeah, But Are You Listening? A space created for us to laugh and cry, share blueprints, and grow through transparency. We'll talk about the things that make us nervous and the things that get us hyped, but most of all, we'll be authentic. Let's get to it. Hey y'all, we're back like we never left. So welcome to part two of Family Matters with Shaquay, where we find out what her three favorite countries are, and then we're going to wrap up with online dating. Check it out. I won't even ask you to narrow it down to one. What would be your top three? What would be your top three favorite? That's so hard. Um, top three favorite? Mm-hmm. Top three okay. favorite countries. Um, it's really hard. Okay, we'll start with my last international trip. Ghana. Ghana was the first, the first trip, the first country I've been to in uh, in Africa, um, and I went for the year of the return last year, mm-hmm. and. It was just amazing. Just, you know, being in different countries and going places, honestly, just like, just getting off the plane, going into the airport and seeing nothing but black people, like that alone is just like a, you know, it's just a shock, you know? <laughs> You're like, no longer the minority. Right, because, yeah. you know, I'm always the, the person that sticks out. I'm always the minority. I'm always right. the person getting the looks like, what are you doing here? You know what I mean? Right. So to go there and, to not only be like surrounded by a sea of black people, right. of course they could see that you're not from here, but to be welcome, like welcome, right. you know, that was just an amazing, amazing time. Like, I how long how long were you in Ghana? Um, I was there for 10, 10 days. Okay. Okay. Ten days. Yeah. Long enough? Huh? I mean, it, it's never really long enough, but you know, some places you visit. And it's like, you know, um, the the it's funny because the first thing that comes to mind is Disneyland, and it's nothing like Ghana. That's not what I mean. But what I mean is, a weekend trip to Disney doesn't do it. That that's what I mean. Like you can go to Disneyland ten times, and depending on the length of time that you're there, you can still not see everything. So when I say was ten days long enough, I mean obviously you may want to go back because it's one of your favorites. But is it long enough? Was it long enough for you to feel like you got some level of like experience and exposure? Oh yeah. Okay. Absolutely. And I think it's because of the time that I went. Um, like I said before, I went for the year of a return, which was 2019, um, which was the 400th year anniversary of when like the first slave ships left Ghana. So basically okay. the, the Ghanaian government was like, this is the time to welcome everyone back home. Everyone from the diaspora, whether it's the Americas, whether it's England, whether it's, right. you know, South America, everyone from the diaspora, welcome back home. So it was like a year full of different events. And I went like right after Christmas. So it was like the finale. Did you do um, that on purpose? Or was it like, this is when I'm coming. Oh, this is also what's going on. Um, well, when I found out about the whole year of the return, I was just like, this is a perfect time for me to go. Okay. Um, and then I have like a really great friend who has a startup 
um, in Africa, African travel. And she was like, girl, come like book your flight and come like, don't worry about anything. Just come, just book your flight and come. So um, tell wait, before we move off of her, tell me about her. So she has a business. Yes. Cause you've yeah. told me about her a little bit. So what is her, what's her name? What does Rainbow she do? Ray. Okay. Um, Sheree Robinson, and she is a CEO and owner of um, Tastemakers Africa. Okay. So, so if I wanted to travel to Africa, she would... Yeah, you go to the website. Yeah, yeah. And she's in, I don't remember how many different cities within the continent, but it's different cities in different countries. So not only like Ghana, it's like South Africa, um, I think Cote d'Ivoire, um, Senegal, Morocco, like different cities. She has people in all of these cities mm -hmm. in different countries within mm -hmm. the continent. So you could curate your own fabulous trip to wherever you want to go. Um, so for the year of the return in Ghana, she had a whole bunch of events and she ha actually had a trip there for like a hundred people at the same time. Um, and then like all of these tours, like a bunch of different activities. So basically I was just like, okay, I wasn't with the, the whole trip. I was just going just to go. Um, right. And then I just like booked my own tours and also like did the whole party thing. Cause like I said, it was the end of the year and it was right. also my birthday. Um, so my birthday is December 30th. So I, when I, I landed the 29th and I get to the hotel, I shower. She's like, girl, shower, get dressed. And let's go. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly <laughs> what happened. Like it was like, <laughs> it was crazy. It was like, I landed shower dress and it was just like, go time. And we were at a, like, it was crazy. And we brought in my birthday at this club. So it was, it was the time that I went, it was great because I saw the whole party scene. Mm -hmm. But then also after the new year, a lot of people started leaving. So I was also okay. able to- Back to regular life. <laughs> right, right, right. Because people were just like, oh, it's just so crowded because right. so many people were there. And it's- you know, all the clubs that I went to, people from New York, people, you know, it was just like, I guess see you at home, which was great because everyone was experiencing this together. Right. But then, right. like, maybe after January 2nd or 3rd, that's mm -hmm. when it, like, cleared out, and I was able to do, like, a diff lot of different, like, cultural experiences, like, by mm -hmm. myself, without the crowds, and just, like, you know, I went to the Botanical Garden because, you know, I love plants and all that stuff, and just yes, did your a plant mommy. Yeah. So it was, it was beautiful. So yeah, that's Ghana. I love it. Okay. So number two. Number two, uh, Portugal. Okay. Why? You know. How long were you there? So I was there last year. That was actually the trip I took right before Ghana. Okay. Um, I was there for like four or five days. Okay. Remember. Um, and then the year before I was there for like five days. So I've been there twice. Okay. Um, I just, it was just like the vibe, like the people, um, the city, like Lisbon is beautiful. It's just a gorgeous city. Um, and the food is just, I just liked it. It just, okay. okay. So that's number two. <laughs> so that's number two. Um, and then the third, that's hard. I would say India because that was a trip that was like the most life-changing. Oh my God. If you were my cousin. 
There'd be so much hate flowing through right now. Like so much hate. I'm like, my top three are like Puerto Rico, <laughs> the beach I went to two hours away last couple weeks ago. Like, yeah, I think I would say India because it wasn't like the most glamorous trip and it was, it was hard because, you know, it's, India is real, you know. You see things that you have never seen before. It was you also so like run with the bulls. Like you've done it all. You are like the travel like, and it's so you are like my travel idol. Like you said, you you've got friends that are like, well, they've been in ninety countries and counting. Right. Yeah. And I'm like yeah, I've been to like three. So, <laughs> uh, I wanted. I had to. Um, this was my year to when I got. I got my passport when I got divorced. I got my passport. 10 years ago and as part of my when I got separated part of my own like specific journey for me was like I'm going to travel I want to really travel so I got my passport right so this year it was time for me to renew my passport so back in January um, we were supposed to go to Costa Rica for my birthday in May and so back in January I was like let me make sure I you know renew my passport And I was like, I wanted to be like, can I just use the old passport? Like it's all the pages are blank. I don't, can I just change change the date? Do I have to like do this all over again? Um, And of course that is not what they did. And then I was really upset because when I went to take my passport picture, um, I had on, like I knew you couldn't, I knew some of the the rules, right? So you can't have on any glasses. Like you have to be very straight faced. Mm -hmm. Um, But I had on earrings and he's like, gotta take earrings off. And I'm like, so he made me take my earrings off. And then in the first picture, I think I smiled and he was like, so you're smiling. And I was like, I mean, we're talking about traveling and he's like, you can't smile. So I look, it looks like a prison photo is the point I'm making. It looks like a real life prison photo. It makes me very sad. Um, but you have, you are definitely my travel idol. You have been everywhere. You went to Dubai, um, you went to, I don't know. You've been lots and lots and lots and lots of places. And I'm always like, take me, take me, well, take me, please. We've, we've been to a couple of countries together. We have, and we had a ball, which is why I'm like, take me. Right. Actually, the most relaxing vacation I've ever been on still to this date was cool. when we went to, were we in the Bahamas or was that Mexico? Mexico. I can't remember. It was the one where we did nothing. Like we had no itinerary. There were parties. Remember we were like, we would get up in the morning whenever and be like mm, let's go eat and we go eat and then we change and we lay out on the beach and nap and then we drink and then we might have lunch and we i think we we're in the bahamas because one of those days we ended up going down to like the the swap place and hanging out and then we came back and somebody was having some pool party i think pharrell was on the beach somewhere it was the most relaxing we came back and we were like 12 shades darker because we had done nothing but lay out on the water and eat and ride jet skis. We rode jet skis. So oh, that's yeah. Oh, that's when I got stung by the jellyfish. Yeah. And I offered to pee on you. You did. And I was like, it was out of love. I was going to pee on you out of love. And you didn't yeah, appreciate it. You, you were unappreciative of my R. Kelly offer. You were not here for it. I tried. Yeah. I tried. I, that's the only thing I've ever heard. If somebody gets stung by a jellyfish, pee on them to get the sting out. No. No. Well, well we lemon works. Lemon and lime works. Who, who rolls around with a lemon in their pocket? Well, they had a lemon for me at the beach. 
I think that my plan would have saved you much faster, but it's okay. We're here now and nothing happened. (laughs) Um, All right. Where are you traveling to next? So uh, let me just say that with the pandemic, um, I did not get to travel for my birthday and was probably super depressed about it. The pandemic has ruined so many travel plans for this year. Many of them were work-related, like many of them were traveling for conferences and stuff, but I was super excited. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, uh, what's your next, what's the next travel place on your agenda? I don't know. I don't know. It's like now it's just like I don't even want to plan anything because yeah. who knows. Um, it's funny because back in January, if you would have asked me like what, what I would be doing, um, I had... I was going to go to Orlando back in May. That got canceled. Mm-hmm, we were too. supposed to do Puerto Rico mm-hmm. for July 4th. Yep. Nope. Nope. Um, and then for like n- the new year, I think I was going to leave like the, 20, the 25th or something. Mm-hmm. I was going to actually take two months off of work again this year. You did that already. Welcome. Yeah. Welcome. Was, Thank I you, was, Corona. I was do that. Um, and then to to work and live in Colombia, and then work and work and live in Colombia for a month, and then travel around South America for another month. Um, so yeah, and I was like setting that up probably like a year ago, like in December, mm-hmm. because I have a couple of friends and coworkers here that are Colombian. They were like, okay, we're gonna set you up in this restaurant, and you'll stay here because I also wanted to like work on my fluency in Spanish. I was like, this is perfect. Um, and I would have been set up. And then, so that's what I was gonna do this year. But then I ended up getting a full-time job back in January. Real and adulting set in. Real adult. And honestly, that was probably the best decision I've, <laughs> I've made that yeah. helped me out so much this year. Because right. if not, my whole like freelance career, private chef career was like, you no, know, nothing. Cause it's pandemic. Right. Um, and then, so I don't know, who knows? I still, on my top three list to, to travel to, I still want to do South America, specifically Colombia, and I want to go to Peru. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I want to hit up Bahia, Brazil. Okay. I was uh, like, oh, Salvador de Bahia. So that is, um, it's like the city and region in Brazil that has the most concentrated um, Afro-Brazilians. Mm-hmm. Um, like the basic, cause you know, I don't know if you know, like Brazil is probably, it, I think it is the blackest nation outside of the continent of Africa. I did not know that. You wouldn't because of media, but it is. The most um, enslaved people went to Brazil. So there's a, a city in town and I really want to go to. Okay. So, like, experience that, and a lot of it's based on this episode of uh, <laughs> Street Food <laughs> that's on Netflix. I was like, okay. that's what next place um, to eat some moqueca and yeah. Anyway, I want to do that, and so yeah, I think South America is like my next place. So I'm my telling next, you now that I want to go. My next oh. It's recorded. Some other people are going to get to hear it. So if you leave me, everyone's going to know. Oh. In Hawaii. Gonna take- I want to go to Hawaii. Okay. Well, I have a new passport. It has no stamps in it. It has, it has 
three less stamps than the last one already. Oh, I so, need a, you don't need a passport for Hawaii. I'm going to be like, can y'all stamp this, please? Can you stamp it? Um, all right. So COVID-19 has changed like so many things um, for, I think, everybody. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know that it has changed my dread for online dating. Um, <laughs> but... I think it has changed the dating realm altogether. So one of, I laugh often um, at this random memory that I have that of you, and I think Darius came with you, came to visit and we went out to some club and you looked at me and you were like, do you know everybody? I'm like, do you know everybody that walks in the door? And the fact that Durham is like two so degrees of separation um, if I don't know them, they know me. If they, if that does, if that link doesn't exist, they know somebody that I know, or they probably slept with somebody that I know, or, or they know my ex-husband, or they know my ex-husband. Like there is just no, there's, it, it is really trash, actually. Even when I was on the dating app at your house, I remember I was visiting and I was just like swiping, and you're like, oh, I know him. Oh, I went to high school with that person. Oh, I went to college with him. Oh, his brother's cousin. I'm just like. Girl, you know, like, it's crazy. And then what did I say? And that's why I'm not on the dating app. Like, right. <laughs> and that's why, because I know them all. I could just go on right. Facebook and be like, hey, you want to go out? And I don't want to do that. Right. Um, so being in New York, though, mm -hmm. I feel like has different challenges. Like, you don't, you don't, or I don't think you guys do. Like, it's not as concentrated in terms of you're not going out tomorrow and seeing somebody that you know, or you went to high school with as much, you know. But then it's so concentrated with people but also so super spread out so the chances of me getting on the dating app right and signing up for a date and the guy being 20 minutes down the street is easy we meet somewhere whatever but you guys um i was there i think one thanksgiving i was there and i signed up on one of the apps and i was like oh he's cute and you're like yeah he's three hours away and i'm like oh i don't i don't think that that's what i was thinking i thought he was why is he so far why is he so far away? And you're, I'm like, it says New York. And you're like, yeah, but that it don't work that way. Um, okay. So what, what does being single and successful and gorgeous um, look like in New York, right? During a pandemic right now, like I hate online dating. So that, let's just put that out there. I, I think that it is, I know some people that have had amazing success um so much so that like they've gotten married they find their life partners yeah I can probably give online dating about two days and I'm like come get your raggedy ass uncle off my like I just can't please don't hate queen me one more time I just can't I please don't um I just can't I can't it's either the hey queen or it's the you know um, if you need a sugar daddy, don't, this is not, I'm not the one for you. And I'm like, well, I don't, I, I mean, I work, I don't right. have money. I don't, I don't know what's happening. Um, right. and then there's that whole catfish era. So I just really hate, loathe online dating. Like I, so when it comes to dating, I'm old school. Like I just want to meet somebody in a grocery store by the steak. I want yeah. him to be like, oh, you like steak? I like steak. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that is the goal. But in this day and age, it's just, you know, everything moves so fast. And, okay, you want to meet at the grocery store. Half the time, people don't even go grocery shopping anymore. They do it on the app. You know what right. I mean? 
It's like right. when I, I got to be delivering the groceries to your car. Right, right. Or to my door. I get, right. you know. You Which is your... creepy. <laughs> then it's creepy. Right. Like I get it up. Oh, your, your, your food is downstairs. Okay. Yeah. Like, um, that and the other thing is I feel like um, so I've tried it a couple times. Huh? I'm sorry, just go on, go on. Oh, I've tried it a couple times. And the other thing that I've noticed is in those conversations by like text number three, they want to know my favorite sex position. And I'm like, I don't even know your last name. Like, I don't, I. Yes. Uh, yeah. And you I got said number three or day number three? Day, like text, like by the time you have texted me for the third time, it's like, oh, so. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, I don't, I don't, I mean, my favorite color is pink. Like, do you want to know? You don't want to know? You don't care? Um, I have such a low tolerance for it. And I feel like I might be a cat lady. Makes me sad. <laughs> I don't even like cats. No, which is even sadder. <laughs> even sadder. No, don't, don't say that. Um, it's just, uh, Okay. I really don't like online dating either. Um, I feel like the relationships that I've been in the past, they all have started pretty much the same way. Like someone that I knew already, Mm -hmm. um, we were friends for years or we were friends for like six months, but it was never anyone that I met out at a club or met out in the street or anything. It was someone that I knew for a while. Right. Um, So... I don't know if that's ideal because clearly those don't work out. But <laughs> I mean, but, I mean, okay. but um, but it's like you know, with the online dating, it's it's basically another job. And I I have a friend who met her husband. They have two kids right now, and they have a great life. And she told me she's like Shaquay, like I had a goal to be married by a certain time. So I literally use this as my second job. She was like, right. I would go to work, come home, change, go out on a date. If it was a Saturday, I would wake up, go for a coffee date, come home, change, go out for a lunch date, come home, maybe go out for a dinner date. Like that's- and those are the people that do well. That's right. not your girl. That's, right, but that's, that's, I mean, that's how you have to be if that's what you want. And the, the thing is like, I don't think I have the patience for that. Um, clearly, I, 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 I haven't. <laughs> and I haven't succeeded. But, like, that's what you have to do. And as far as, like, you know, it's just so many different men with, like, the same line. So I feel like the thing that separates a lot of people is just, like, number one, if you don't ask me to cook for you. Like I have in my profile that I'm a chef, so that is like the number one question. I'm like, like, oh hey, what's your name? Great. What's your name? Da-da-da. Where you live? Da-da-da. Oh, so when are you gonna cook for me? What? Goodbye. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Block. Yeah. Um, so it's just it's just like a numbers game. You gotta go through a lot of frogs and it's just be, having the patience to do that. And that's what's something I lack. Cause like I will be on the dating apps heavy for like a week. And then after a week, I'm just like, F this. And not be on it for six months. <laughs> Listen, I've realized, I don't know, it wasn't that long ago that Facebook now has Facebook dating. Yeah, we, on a group, on a cousin chat, 
Right, right. And I'm like, oh, I'll try it. All right, cool. Yeah, I made it like three days and I was like, I don't, I don't just, I don't think so much. Um, one guy like was nice, messages me, whatever. And I can't remember what I asked him. Um, oh, he made a comment about like, oh, um, I'm getting used to, I'm getting used to cooking for myself. And so I was like, oh, um, how long has it been that you were just cooking for yourself? So this wasn't, for me, it wasn't a loaded question. I wasn't like prying. You said you just started getting used to cooking for your, your kid could have gone off to college, could have moved for the, he was like, why does it matter how long I've been cooking myself? And I was like, and I started to respond and I was like, I don't even know you. Right. It's not that you know deep. what? Delete this whole app. I don't do this no more. Um, and I just, I think having kids adds a layer that is even more challenging because you just, I mean, not that if you don't have kids, you can just be non-selective, but I just think I'm tired. I don't want to do that. I want somebody to be like, hey, Quay, your cousin's cute. And you'd be like, she's also single. And then you'd be like, Ovi, he's cute. And he's single. And he's professional. And then we can just get married. See, I skipped all the in See, I skipped all the, in the middle part. Okay. But, right. but I guess the point I'm making is like, all of that preliminary stuff that has to happen when you get to know somebody, it's necessary but like, can you just leave the representative at home and we just start from like, can we just start from not that back there over there? So many people go into it. And I think the, the challenge, I don't know about if it's the same for you, but in a big city, there's so many more people. So it's just like, sure, you know, I find that most of my friends, I mean, you've met a lot of them and you know mm -hmm. them, are single, beautiful, have their own places, their own jobs, doing everything for themselves. And we're all in the same boat because there's, you know, so few men out there and they're like, oh, I'm the pick of the litter. So let me just keep on, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to waste all my energy on this person. It's like 50 other chiquets, you know, it's 50, you know? So they see like, it's just, it's just so many so many people. That is and also scary places. for me. That is super scary for me to know so many quality women yeah. who are single. Yeah. Because I'm like, well, I, like, there is not a lot of, there is not a lot of faith that I just know so many quality, really, really quality, like professional, good hearted, they know how to cook. They might not be a chef, but they could make some spaghetti, you know. Um, women who like would be a good woman to a man. Right. Um, and I'm like, oh, are we all just gonna be cat ladies? Like, I don't, it's really, it, it's really kind of disheartening. Mm -hmm. And that's not to say that all men are trash or all men are dogs or they're just not enough out there. But like, I remember even when I went to college, they were like, I think the numbers were like seven to one, like in college. So for every one guy, there were seven women. Yeah. Like yeah. so, the other six of us, we just out here. We, right. we just out here. Um, you know, and I think sometimes we, you know, I don't know. I, I struggle with that because it's like, do you lower 
not even lower. Do you change? How much do you change what it is you think you want? Or do you just wait? Or do you just be like, like, for example, DeVale is fine. Mm-hmm. You know DeVale? He's, yeah. He's fine. So I'd be like him. Like, what if he was the, the visual, right? So how much of that are you like, well, this is what I want. This is what I want to look like. This is what I want professionally, not necessarily for him to be doing, but like the level of professionalism I want him to be at. Mm-hmm. How many of these boxes am I willing to not get checked to not be single? Or do you say they all have to get checked and I'll just be single until somebody shows up that does it? But then what if you're 90? Right. And I that's the challenge. I feel like my approach now is just being open. Um, you know, I have maybe a list of like five non-negotiables. Right. But outside of those non-negotiables, which is just like, you know, can't be a, a cigarette smoker. Right. Um, if you have children, you have to be an active participant in your child's life. Right. Like, I can't be with someone who has kids and doesn't do a damn thing for them. Yeah, like, I never understood that. Right. Um, and it's just like a couple, like, simple things. Right. Outside of those things, like, I'm just open and I just tell myself, you know, we'll just see what happens and go with the flow. Yeah. So that's what I've been doing. And, I, you know, we'll see what happens with this one, you know. <laughs> well, you know, maybe I'll visit soon or something and go to the grocery store. Like, maybe I'll go to the grocery store in New York and he'll be hanging out by the steak. Yeah, so it's just it's just being open to that and just stating it on my dating app as well. Just like this is you know what I want because it's it's and I think at my age it's a little it's a little different because I'm nearing the age is like okay if you want kids, Shaquay, you better you should have got pregnant yesterday. <laughs> right, right. You better you better snap it up. <laughs> Hey, you, what's your name? Let's go. Right. I've never been like the person to be like, I never was just like, oh, I can't wait to be a mom. I can't wait to have a family. Like, I've never been that person. And I'm so like the, it's when I was in a relationship in my 20s, I was just like, oh yeah, I'm going to get married and have kids. But then when I got in my 30s and I was single, I was like, eh, I can wait. Like, I, I'm going to south know. of France. Like, I just, I don't want to. Right, right. And now I'm just like, you know, I only want children if I'm with a partner that I see myself having children with. Right. Like me having children is not like something that I need to have. Because if that was the case, I would have had them already. Right. You know? Um, but it's this age where I am dating and it's still a possibility. So it's just like, okay, I have to think about that as well. So if I'm spending time with someone, like, okay. Do I feel like this person could be a potential mate for this right. thing that I would want? Because I'm right. still in age where I could still have it. You know what I mean? Right. I right. think right. if I get like 48 and I'm still singing, I'm just like, eh, I haven't get, you know, I'll I'll be the rich auntie. You know? Right. There you go. I'm not I'm not I'm not the rich auntie. I'm the cool auntie. But I'm not the rich auntie. Well, I don't know. <laughs> Portugal, South of Spain, Brazil sounds a little like the rich auntie to me, but it's cool. <laughs> whatever the private chef rich auntie gets it it's fine um all right so one last question um yeah. before we wrap it up uh or maybe two um what would you want your like to be remembered for 
What's like the one thing you would want to be remembered for? Huh. Um, I would say probably nothing that has to do with my career. Okay. Um, just about, um, I guess people that know me would just be like my openness within my friendships, within family, and just um, kind of like trying to be a safe space for all of the people that I love and just even people that I know, like come into and like meet and stuff. Um, just being a kind person. And then what's one thing that if you could like say it, right, and have everybody in the world know it. So not necessarily personal thing, but like what's one thing you think everybody should know? It could be about anything, sex, um, food, friendships, relationships. Um, oh, one thing. Wow, you're stumping me on these. Okay. Yay! <laughs> That's <laughs> a yay thing. Um... One thing that I would want everyone to know um, that I don't know. This is hard. Do you have like a mantra that you live by? Yeah. Be happy. <laughs> um, be happy and I always constantly say, like, life doesn't suck, even though that is, it's a famous, not famous, but it's something that Anthony Bourdain used to say all the time. I knew that's what you were going to say. Mm -hmm. Really? How'd you know? And then, like. I, I know how much you admire him. I know. It's okay. It's okay. But, Come back. Come back. <laughs> life doesn't yeah, suck. He, Come back. Like, he would always, like, say it, like, in, in, in if you like watch his show and even when he would talk about like his depression and all that stuff, he would constantly say that to himself. So I constantly say that to myself, like life doesn't suck. Even if like there's like shitty moments and things that go wrong or like all of these other things, I'm always, I constantly like remind myself of all of the blessings that I do have. And I'm like, just always lead every day being grateful. So I had this like, you know, great tribute I was going to end with and like tell you how beautiful you were and thank you for everything. But I really feel like ending it by saying life doesn't suck. Yeah, it doesn't. sums that up. Yeah, it doesn't. Life doesn't suck. Doesn't suck. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in to another episode. I can't wait to hear your feedback. But until then, be nice. Be authentic because, yeah, I'm listening.